0: Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear in your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field, and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. If you offer more than one service, there is normally a bit of hesitation, maybe a bit of worry, even when you're thinking about niching, because most probably you're thinking that you can't because you don't have that one thing that you're positioning yourself as the expert in. You know, how can you be seen as an expert if you don't specialize in anything or one thing? in particular, and how will that make you stand out because you're offering all sorts of different things. It may be that you're not at a stage in your business to focus on only one thing and go all in on that. And maybe you don't really want to, you know, you like doing a few different things and you love what you do. So you don't really want to change. So I'm here to tell you that you don't need to worry. Don't have to worry about that. All is not lost. You don't have to worry yourself about niching if you offer more than one. Because the good news is that you can still have a niche and you can have a really good strong niche too. And if you do offer more than one service, but there are just a few things that you need to think about first when you're going about thinking about what your niche could be. So I've got lots of questions for you to ask yourself today. So I hope you've got pen and paper ready. So I've got lots of lots of questions to get you doing a lot of thinking a lot of things to be thinking about. So firstly, before I go into that, I just thought I would clarify what I mean by offering more than one service. So I don't mean that you have a one-to-one coaching program and a course, things like that. I also don't mean that you offer dog walking and dermatology for humans and social media management for, I don't know, cafes because they, that's just three totally different businesses. And what I'm gonna talk about today won't help you with that. You, you'll you need to have a think about how you spread your time over three different businesses. That's a completely different conundrum and question for another time. So what I mean is that you offer different things, but in and around the same ballpark. So such as email marketing social media management and video editing. So they're all in and around the same thing. They're all marketing-y things using that example. You know, they're not crazy different, but they are all very different and they are things that your clients may want one or they might want all of those services. And the main thing that you're probably thinking if you do offer a lot of different things is that you don't want to appear confusing and then inadvertently turning away customers because they're not quite sure what actually is that you do, or that you might seem just really generic because you just are offering all these services, which are just the same thing as everybody else. You're not different enough. Or maybe your main stress at the moment is that you're not really sure how you describe what it is you do because you offer a few different things in a way that doesn't end up being either a waffle or just a big long list of all the bits and pieces that you help with. But don't worry, as I said, this is what I'll go over in this episode. So by the end, you'll have some takeaway tips to help you know how to talk about your business in a clear and concise way, as well as understand or make you stand out from others offering the same kind of services as you do without having to choose and focus on one service. So that is not going to be an option today. I'm not going to say, well, the number one thing you should do is get rid of all your services and offer one, that's how you niche. That is not what I'm going to say today. I'm talking about when you do have more than one service and you want to keep it that way. So you still want to offer a range of things. So we're not going to talk about only focusing on one and going ahead with that. That might not be right for your business at the moment. It's talking about what can you do right now with the services that you are currently offering. So the first thing to do when thinking about niching when you offer a range of services, is just to have a think about doing a little review. So this is good to do anyway. This is things that you should be thinking about in your business, reviewing every now and again. But it's thinking about having a review of what you currently offer and what you've offered in the past. So have a look back at past and current clients and have a little bit of a spring clean, because if you're going to be looking at how you can talk about your business you know, what we're going to be talking about today, you want to make sure it's as streamlined and as up to date as possible. So if you you want to look at a few different things here and have a bit of a service overhaul. So this is the time to do it. There's no point in going ahead and thinking about how you help your clients if you're going to be changing what you do, or actually half of them you're not going to do anymore. So this is the time to have a little bit of review. And this is really important for you to get clear on what it is you do and what you want to do but also for your clients so this will make it much easier for the next stage which we'll talk about in a moment so think about all the services you've offered in the past and currently offer and write them all down get them all out of your head get them all out of all the different pages you might have on your website and get them all down on the same bit of paper so you know get a piece of paper look at them black and white and and then have a think about them So do you still offer all of these services, first of all? Are there some that are a bit outdated, but maybe they're still on your website? You know, are some of your clients that you're currently working with, old clients that you've worked with forever, maybe they're your first ever client and the thing that you're helping them with, isn't something that you do anymore. It's something you used to do when you first started out. But actually, it's not something you do anymore. And if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be doing this thing anymore. But you still have it advertised because of this one person. Or are there some services that you've never been asked about, you know, perhaps you've got some you've never actually done for anyone They're They're still there on your website, there's still something you mention when you're talking to people. But No one's ever kind of wanted you to help them with that thing. It's been the other aspects of what you do. So there are any outdated or old services that you haven't done for a while, now's the time to cross them off your list. So from now on, you don't need to offer that service anymore. All the uh, old and unused services are now gone, and we're left with the ones that you currently offer. So now have a look at the ones that are left. So are there out of these services, are there any particular services that clients are coming to more than other ones? You know, are there some key ones that you're getting a lot more interest in than others? Perhaps people who are working with you, or maybe it's just people seem more interested when you start to have conversations with them with potential clients. So think about if your client's tend to go for a certain package you know or combination or of your services or do they tend to pick one or the other so just think about how your clients interact with what you offer and what seems to be you know if there's any patterns or any behaviors that seem to come out of that are there any that seem to be a preference to clients or potential clients so now have a look at your services in terms of the value offered so this is really important. So are there any services you offer that you feel you give more value to? Sometimes you end up doing things just because someone's asked you or because you feel you should. Maybe it's a client you're working with on something else and they go, oh, as you're doing that, can you do this as well? And you kind of feel a bit obliged that you you should. You don't want to let them down. But what are the things that you feel you you're best at and the clients get most out of you? for whatever reason, maybe it's because you know that area really, really well, because you've done more of it, you you enjoy it, you you get more involved, or maybe it's in a sector that you used to work in. So you've got a bit more of insider knowledge. So you see things from a certain perspective, which complements or adds to your service. So have a, have a think about that. And then think about it from your client's perspective. So think about where they are, feel they got the most value. So were there things that they kept saying that they think is great, or when you get feedback or testimonials after you finished working with them? Was there anything that they kept mentioning as a really great thing or something they kept mentioning over and over again that seems to be coming out of when someone's worked with you? So have a think about what your special superpower is. So what can you give that maybe others can't or aren't. So yes, thinking about where you give the most value, what do you do that's maybe that little bit different, a little bit special. Get these things and put a big circle or a big star next to these ones on that on that piece of paper with all your services listed. So lastly then, have a look at what's left, you know, what look at this list and think about do you actually still want to do them all? similar to that very first client being with you, it's something that you don't offer anymore, do you still want to offer all the things listed? And maybe there's one or two things on that list that actually you'd prefer not to do anymore, and would be quite happy not to do again. Maybe it's in an area you've developed in and now you feel that you give more value at kind of that next level up Or maybe it's something you don't feel you give enough value anymore because you're more focused in another area. Maybe it's organically that you focus more in a certain area. So some of the other services, even though you still offer them and you're still working with clients, you don't feel that you've got enough time and energy for them anymore. And you're not on the top of your game. So it's maybe an area that started to slip away. Or maybe... There's a certain service that just takes up too much of your time. You know, you could help two clients uh, and therefore two times the, the money doing something else in that same time as it takes to do this one service for this one client. Or maybe it just doesn't fit in with what you do anymore. It's not the route you want to go down in. It's just one of those things, once again, an organic thing that you seem to be going this way, you know, one way. You thought your business would go in another way. But as you as time's gone on, you've realized that actually a different route is, is, is much more preferable to you and your clients. It could be that there's one that just doesn't seem to fit anymore. It's a bit of an odd one out. And say, so, once again, it's not the direction you want your business to go in anymore. Or maybe it's actually, you just don't like it. You know, that's completely fine. <laughs> you know, if you're like, actually, you know, I don't like doing this thing. I thought I would, but actually in real life, I hate it. I don't like doing it. And how painful is it to just keep doing something that you just can't stand to do? You know, it doesn't give you motivation. It doesn't make you want to get up in the morning. So, this is the time to look at look at these things and and make those decisions. So, ask yourself all these questions and cross all these, these things off on your list. So now you've got, say, your list of crossed out services and those that are highlighted by a little circle or a star, or have you done them? So this will now form the basis of what you now offer. It may be that there is a lot of change. You may have actually gone. I haven't done this review for so long, and I really should have. And actually, and so many things are old or not right for my business anymore, and I need to change things up, get rid of a few things. Or it may be that you haven't changed much at all, or or anything. In fact, you know, and that's okay. the The point of this exercise is. Just to have that little rethink about what you're currently offering. And if you want to move things around or evolve a bit in a certain area, you know, now's the time to do it. And and as I said, it's it's good to have these reviews for your business every now and again, anyway, because it's always good to see what's working and what's not. And then you can move on from that. And and as I said, you don't have to worry if you don't want to change anything and you're actually happy with what you're offering. It's just that you know, it might just be that you're not sure of how to make it into a niche, you know, you're offering all these things, how can you make that into a niche? And how can you talk about your business without just listing off a whole load of different services? So now you've got this, your final list of what you offer, now is the time to think about how you communicate what you do in a succinct manner. And this is the first step when you start moving from generic business that offers X amount of different services to a business that's focused and is known for helping with a certain thing. So this is what a niche is. It's it's being known for what you do. That's one element of it. It's being known for a certain thing. And this is when people will be able to start to connect with you and understand what it is you do and how that's relevant to them. And that's really important. It's it's the relevance, it's they can understand, they can put themselves in, well, not put them in their shoes, they are already in their shoes, but you know, they can start to see how what you do is affects them and why it might be a good thing for them. So now's the time to stop thinking about you offer three to five different services, but start to think of them as one. And if you remember just one thing from this episode, I want it to be this. And this will transform how you talk about your business. And if you start to think about your services as just one thing, rather than, say, multiple different aspects of your business, it's it's a one thing, it's a whole. I can imagine what you may be thinking. You may be thinking, yeah, but all my services do something different. But believe me, there will be something that connects and joins all of your services together. The way to go about this is to start to tap into those pain points or worry activators for your clients. So there will be an overarching reason as to why someone needs help with what you're offering, even if it's all sorts of different things. And so there will be something that connects them all. So it's looking beyond the individual services and think of what that end product is or end feeling is that, that client your client wants to have. So what is that transformation they will get when they work with you? So what do they want their life or business to look like? And what is that deep down emotional problem that they're having? So on the face of it, yes, they they might want help with social media or copywriting or VA services, for example. But why? There will be an emotional reason as to why they need your help, not just a logical problem they need fixed you know not just oh I need a VA because I need a VA there will be why they want that help and it's thinking about what those pain points are so for instance they may want help with website copywriting not because they're too busy okay that may be a factor but it's because they want more conversions or more sales from their website and you will be the best option to help them achieve this So at the end of the day, that's what they want. They want more conversions, they want more sales. At the moment, they're not getting as many as they hope to get and they want to improve this. So that's what they want. Have a think about what this overarching umbrella pain point is and how do you solve it? How will working with you get them to where they want to be? To really tap into these pain points, you need to switch your brain to client mode, not business owner mode, um, not business owner brain. So pretend you are your potential client. You know, they haven't started working with you yet. So how are you feeling as your client? How are you feeling right now? So what are you stressed about? What do you really want? What What is it? You know, what is that thing that you really, really want help with? And if you're struggling with this, think about what clients have said to you before you've started working together, or maybe when you have started to work together and you start to understand what the real drivers were, you know, the odd sentence here, something they happen to mention, you know, have a think, or maybe it was after they've worked with you and you can see how their life or business has been transformed since working with, you know how are they feeling now they've worked with you? you know how how has things changed for them and if you're still a bit unsure you know ask your clients get on the phone with a past client and just have a chat with them you know the phone is the best way because you can actually have a proper conversation with them and ask a few open ended questions and just let them do the talking you know make a note of what words that they're saying what sentences they're saying what keeps coming up again and again You'll most likely see a pattern and they'll start saying the same things over and over again. And, you know, they were the things that they found really important. So get them to open up kind of about their feelings and emotions, not the logical aspects of, you know, the kind of job description things you helped with. You know, how have they been transformed? How have you really helped them? What things did they get most out of working with you? And you also want to be really concise and to the point here, too. You know, just because you're thinking about pain points rather than individual services, you still don't want to be waffly. You don't want any kind of flowery language that doesn't mean anything to everyone. You know, you want to be using the language that your your client would use to describe this predicament. You don't want to try and adapt it or tweak things and think of different ways of saying it because this small tweak, talking about it in a different way, may just totally lose the meaning for your client. It sounds, you know, maybe a bit crazy that, you know, if you say the same thing just in a different way, you know, someone's bound to understand. But sometimes they don't. You know, it's mirroring the language that your clients use or or think and saying it straight back to them so they'll feel that connection. Important thing here is to think about that umbrella term that encompasses all of your services. And as I was saying, don't think about them as individual things. Don't think about them individually. So it's thinking about who you help and how you help. Getting this sentence spot on will start to get you noticed because do you know what? There are loads of businesses that don't actually do this. So if you're talking about your business by how you help your customer, it makes you so much more relatable and it stops any questions or assumptions or most importantly, it pulls at the emotions and not in a manipulative way, but in a way that your A-list client will understand and they'll know straight away that you can help them with the problem that they're having. So they will they will feel connected with you. They will feel that you understand them and they will feel connected. And that's the key, really, is the, to get that connection. And that is so much more powerful than either just listing a load of services or describing your business in a real generic term, such as digital agency, for example, something like that. Because what is compelling about that? You know, what's exciting? What it doesn't tap into any emotion? And it also opens up a lot of questions and a lot of interpretation. Using the digital ex- agency example, you know, lots of people might think a digital agency is something different to somebody else and it doesn't explain what it actually is you help with. So now you're standing out because you've totally nailed how you talk about your business and are creating emotional connections. And even though you are still, in fact, offering a range of services, you can now talk about them as one. And this is your speciality. So you help with this one thing, but it happens to be that there are a few ways in which you can help that one thing, which is great for your clients. So it isn't that you offer all different things, you help with one thing and your speciality is this one thing. And there are other things then you can start to add in and make more of in your marketing, such as your personality, which I talk about in a bit more detail in my episode, How to Stand Out Using Your Personality, or by your A-list client, which I go over in episode How to Define Your A-list Client and these are all elements that make up my unique ometer which is my method for breaking down the elements needed to help you understand and get clear on what your niche is so if you do want any details on that then then do send me a message so just to recap the key things on having a defined niche if you offer more than one service are firstly review all your services Are they all still valid? If not, now's the time to have a bit of a cull. And then secondly, think about your business, not as individual elements, but as a whole. And then think of this overarching umbrella, pain point or worry activator that your A-list customer is feeling right now and how you solve this for them and use this to talk about your business so your A-list client can understand and connect with you. So rather than just listing all your services or just being a bit generic or vague. I hope that helped those of you who offer multiple services and has given you some ideas about how you can still offer more than one service, but still have a niche and be known for a certain thing and to stand out from others in your industry. If you'd like to carry on the conversation, then do follow me over on Instagram at amykjabiz and drop me a DM to say hi, as I'd love to hear from you. Also, remember, please leave me your review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, as it would be great to hear what you think of my podcast. That's all from me. I'll catch up with you next week. Have a super week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amykager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication.